Hello. Hey, Lex. What's up? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I answered that way. I think it's because yours was so enthusiastic. I was like, oh, I'm caught off guard. (laughs) I have this little, like, tripod for my phone. Yeah. So that's what that click click was. Oh, fancy tripod. You know, if it clicks, that's... It's pretty nice, and it wasn't expensive. It was from Amazon. So if you want... If you ever need one, nice. I can hook you up. Nice, nice, nice. I really love this mic stand, by the way. Oh, okay. This has made my podcasting experience much easier. What uh, what kind of mic stand is it? Um, it is the one that was like thirteen dollars. That's all I know about it. That's good. That's that sounds <laughs> like, like a good one. It was like that people said works with this mic, but it was very cheap. Okay. No, I, I'm more wondering, like, is it the one that like it, it turns your mic upside down because you're using a Yeti as well, right? Yes. Okay. It does not turn upside down unless okay. I configured it a weird way. I know yours is that way, right? I like mine like that because it allows me to put it on a separate table if I'm on a particularly noisy surface or a table where, you know, if I'm going to be hitting it a lot or if there's going to be a lot of movement, like if we're doing Resnaculus, I can put it on like a separate table, embrace it there because it's got a weighted bottom, you know? Um, and it'll just, it'll still pick everything up. It'll be in position. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Lots of stuff. I, I feel, I feel conflicted because I was like, I don't want to talk about Cosby. And now I'm like, God damn it. We kind of have to talk well, about let's Cosby. Let's get it out of the way early. Let's talk about the content warning right away and say, we're going to be talking about a few motherfuckers tonight, folks that, uh, um, have committed crimes against people. Humanity. Humanity. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. I'm only laughing because I'm like, okay. It I'm just hoping. it's it's fucking weird how fucking everything seemed to hit the fan today. Uh not everything, but three three particular people. Uh you know, and admittedly, I know the least about James Franco because I just saw that headline and I'm like, "Oh, well that tracks because we'd already seen the other two. But apparently, uh James Franco settled uh you know whatever he was going through for 2.2 million dollars or something like that that's that's literally all 2.2 yes yeah 2.1 2.2 well we talked about james franco in the past right yeah i'm sure we did yeah we did we did yeah well yeah because we talked about him i'm trying uh, to find the art we talked about him in relation to um statements recently made by uh seth rogan and how he didn't want to work with him yes. any longer. I I could have sworn we talked about it even before that, but it's been a while. These things are slow. Like, yeah. the process is slow. Absolutely. So, I mean, how long ago did we start talking about Nexium? I, I can pretty much pinpoint that. Pretty much years. at the beginning of the podcast, because exactly. that's what started the weird. Yeah. Yeah, ironically. Yeah. So, yeah, because she, um, this has been yeah, going on. Yeah, today was on. a trifecta of injustice and bullshit yeah and, yeah and you said that like it was a project like you use that word i was like that's it that's it so let's talk about let's talk about franco first so i have up the npr article it says uh actor james franco and two other men have agreed to settle a class action lawsuit led by sarah tither kaplan and tony gall former students of an acting school owned by franco and one of the other men uh, they filed their suit in October 2020 and claimed that they were sexually exploited and victims of fraud at the now-closed school, which is called Studio 4. 
So without getting into too much detail about what the what the uh, the young ladies went through, um, yeah, we've known Franco's a scumbag for a while now. Uh, obviously, right. that was a that was an. And then there was the busy Phillips thing, which I know I've talked about. Hmm. Um, how? Hold on. Franco busy. I was trying to find like the main article for this, and I was searching on Twitter. I don't know why I search on Twitter. It is a class action lawsuit that he settled. Yeah. Two point two million. Um, you were accurate when you said that. Um, agreed to. <coughs> uh, oh, it's James Franco and two other men, which I did not know was. I'm sure they're not as famous um, within that acting school. Um, Sarah Tither uh, Kaplan and Tony Gal. I hope I'm pronouncing their names right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they filed their suit October of 2020. Right. They claim they were sexually exploited and victims of fraud in the now closed case of Studio Four. Uh, Franco denied. I want to find the statement that he put out though in this. Yes. While defendants, meaning Franco, Franco conti- or, and the other guys, continue to deny the allegations in the complaint, they acknowledge that the plaintiffs have raised important issues. Right. And all parties strongly believe that now is a critical time to focus on addressing the mistreatment of women in Hollywood. Mm. All agree that there is a need uh, to make sure that no one in the entertainment industry, regardless of race, Religion, disability, ethnicity, background, gender, or sexual orientation faces discrimination, harassment, or prejudice of any kind. I mean, it's all boilerplate yeah, shit that like, their look, lawyer had them put out. I mean, this isn't it is this isn't coming from the heart. This is the CYA is. move, and, and we do have to acknowledge, in all fairness, that sometimes you do settle with lawsuits just to get it to end. Yeah. Not necessarily like a settlement is not an omission of guilt. Um, not legally, it, no. Is it? No. Um, it sometimes is. I don't want to keep paying these lawyers so much money and keep this stressful process going. Right. Um, and that that could be true with the women who have accused as well. Like maybe they could have gotten more money had they fought longer, but they don't want to. So mm-hmm. they're like. Let's just settle. You know, it can go either way. I I don't know. I I don't know either. I it's weird because people are trying to like tie everything together today too. And I'm like all three of these cases are so different. And yet they all feel like the justice system is failing. It seems like if that makes sense. You're right. And it, it does seem like without naming any names or calling anybody out, it does seem like people are trying to give relevance more relevance to one over the other. Um I've seen people on Twitter uh basically just saying, Oh, you folks have a problem with A getting this, but you don't seem to be complaining with B and this happening to them. And it's like they're all assholes. You don't have to yeah. you know, there's no ranking system here when it comes to how you feel about these people being assholes for taking advantage of others it's it's you can just say they're assholes and then you can say this one's the asshole this one's an asshole as well you don't have to sit there and be like well this one's more important obviously at the moment well no i mean have a different conversation about it you have the time if you're able to sit there and tweet about it you have the time for critical thought right but you know 
Twitter is not where we go for critical thought. No, absolutely not. Um, we go there for hot takes and we go there for Thirsty Thursdays. That's mostly why we go to Twitter. Uh, where the fuck was I for Thirsty Thursdays? I missed out on that. Well, I'm not you, following the right people. Exactly. Shit. You got to get on that. I'm telling you. Hashtag Thirsty Thursday. It's consensual. Yeah. This is what it's all about. The consent. This yeah, is I follow going. some that I enjoy. Exactly. Not enough. <laughs> I am revealing a lot. <laughs> I'm oh, trying to help you out, player. That's it. I'm just trying to help you out. All right, back to these yeah. assholes. And I've, I've said asshole a lot, so I'm going to retire. Uh, bu- that okay, for the busy. Episode. I, I found, hold on. I want to. I want to talk about the Busy Phillips thing real quick. Okay. Uh, busy Phillips in her memoir, "This Will Only Hurt a Little," said that James Franco shouted at her and pushed her uh, to the ground. On mm-hmm. the set of Freaks and Geeks, that was in 1999, that only ran for uh, one season. He grabbed me, uh, he grabbed both of my arms and screamed in my face, don't ever touch me again, she wrote. And he threw me on the ground, flat on my back, wind knocked out of me. When did this memoir come out? Uh, Two years ago? Wow. Two years ago, yes. Okay. okay. 20, so 2019. Uh, as for the assault... Phillips said that she cried in front of co-star Linda Cardin- uh, Cardellini, mm-hmm. who advised her to report what happened to her manager. She chose not to, as Franco apologized the following day. Wow. Uh, but uh, shout out to Linda, who was like, hey, this is what you need to do. You need it. Like, I mean, she was right. Like in that situation, that's what you do. You're basically going to HR. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, for lack of a better you know, her manager would be the one who would bitch out the set over it. Oh my god. Ugh. Hmm? We are fuck. Okay. Breaking news. The uh, judge has denied Britney Spears' request holy shit. from conservatorship. Mm, okay. All right. Um, All right. That just happened. And there needs to be an appeal or something. Yeah. I mean, something needs to happen. The woman asked for her freedom this and was is, denied. This is America. This is, God damn, this is a really, wow. Um, I had like processed as much as I could the Cosby news, and yeah. as we've been talking about, uh, and the Allison Mack news, mm-hmm. and the, the fucking James Franco thing, which. I, I don't want to like downplay it, but like that was lower on the list. This is insane. Britney Spears should not be in this abusive. Why is there a legal? Why is this legal abuse happening right now? I don't understand it. And I'm not saying like conservatorships need to be thrown out altogether. Um, but why are conservatorships allowed to go on this long? That's that's what I'm saying. She's 39 years like, old. Confer- Why is conservatorships it not like six months and then we check into it exactly six months and we check into it it what has to fuck? be reassessed on a regular basis it can't go on for years at a time it shouldn't be able to that just doesn't make any sense i mean she's a grown woman she's seeing therapists her speech, just based her on speech was yeah her speech she did not seem unhinged or anything huh. like like she was very like she could articulate everything that was going on within herself and what was happening around her. Because mm-hmm. I was expecting to that speech to be like when people start talking about it, I'm like, OK, is she like, is she going to seem well? Because like if you look at her Instagram, she doesn't seem well. 
this seemed like the first time that she actually like was herself and was well. I I can't, I can't fucking believe this. So here's here's what I think about it. You know, you and I have talked about mental health quite a lot on our show and you've made the point several times that if you're ever in a situation where you're with a therapist or a psychiatrist or whatever and you feel like you're not benefiting from that relationship with that professional. Yeah. You have the choice to go to someone else. Whereas, unfortunately, Britney Spears, 39 years old, grown woman, kids, does not have that benefit. She is basically assigned a, a, a mental health care professional who then advises her. And this is, this is when the, in the court documents too, she was being forced to basically suck it up and do her job at their advisement. Yeah. And it's just yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous after all this time. One of, you know, the, the most well-known performers of our generation, you know, but that doesn't matter. What matters is he's, she's a human being. She has right, rights. Exactly. Yeah. I'm glad you pointed that out because the thing that matters the most at the end of the day is that she's a person yeah. who went through a really hard time in her life. People took advantage of that to take complete control of her life. Yeah. When really, when she was going through that particularly rough year and rough time, it should have mm-hmm. been like, three to six months, maybe a year tops where someone should have been there advising with, you know, getting her help, supporting her, actually supporting her. And then they should have let her the fuck off of that. And celebrities she's been on this for so long is insane. It really is. And celebrities go through worse periods of their lives than, than Brittany did in the public, in the public. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've, yeah. we've seen it. We've seen it all over the place, but I, I'll challenge anybody. This Britney Spears was both given the unfairly high bar of her talent from an early age where she was just expected to be bigger and bigger and better and to have all these different stunt performances and everything and, and, and make MTV moments. And then on the other end, all that on the other side of the coin, she was given the fact, hold on, huh? What? I'm sorry. Kevin Spacey is trending now. Jesus Why? Christ. We'll what get to fu- that. We'll get to that. Let me just okay. finish the Britney thing. But on the yeah. other side of the coin, she's basically being shit on by every late night comedian. Everybody who's got a hot take, you know, everybody's just, just beating her down. And then to have oh, her yeah. ex-boyfriend start his whole career based on a diss track on her. You know, I mean, how much pressure is that for one human being? I still, I will say for the record, I still have not forgiven One Tree Hill for having that piece of shit on that show. People who know, no, continue. I'm sorry. No, that's I've been interrupting you. I'm just very angry. You know what? I'm not apologizing. As a woman. (laughs) (laughs) I go understand. You go, no, fuck that. I am angry. You do not get to talk. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, no. I will not hear from a man. All right. Kevin Spacey is only trending because people are bringing him up in the context oh. of the Me Too movement, not because anything happened. I mean, Just yeah, to, but I mean, at no- this point, it's like, you know, given the fact that all of these creepos are, are getting off either light or getting off altogether. Yeah, we need to check on the rest of the creeps. So what the I, fuck is I, Kevin okay. Spacey up to right now? Where's R. Kelly? I want to- <laughs> 
I want to ask you this question, Matt. Yeah. And I and I present it to the listeners, and if they feel safe or whatever to write in and tell us, and like we don't have to say your names or anything, but like someone someone on Twitter, um, a a comedian, I believe she's. Let me, I'm sorry. Let me just. Uh, Doreen St. Felix, uh, a writer for The New Yorker, said on Twitter, most of the rapists I know are doing pretty well. And that statement made me go, yeah, yeah, I know several rapists yeah. who are doing pretty well. And you know so, what? You would hope. I'm sorry. Reflect on you that a for question. a second. Yeah. How many I, I'm curious how many people can sit here and go. Yeah, I, I I know of several rapists. I can name three right now off the top of my head. Damn. In my in my circle in my life, this is I'm not and I'm not talking about I know someone who was raped. I'm saying I know the the accuse uh, accuser. Or I'm sorry, I'm no, 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 that's the wrong one. I know the rapist mm-hmm. or knew. Obviously, I do not associate with them anymore. Yeah, but. I knew them personally. That's just the people that I know personally. That doesn't include every other woman who I've talked to who has had someone else or multiple someone else's assault them, rape Mm -hmm. them, whatever, molest them, whatever it may be. Yeah. So that's it. That's a question that that statement that she said, most of them I know are doing pretty well, made me think, oh, how many how many do I know in my life? How many do I not know about too? Yeah, like that's, I was, that's I was scary with too. that for a while today. Mm-hmm. Like I just could not get that out of my brain, and I was like, no one that I know like has faced any consequences for it. Damn, none. No jail time. No arrests. Or if there were, were an arrest, it was like in and out. There's no proof. Whatever, let you go. That's it. Yeah, nothing. There was a guy uh, that I went to high school with that at the time, you know, he was in the grade above me. I thought he was one of the coolest guys, uh, you know, nerd, gamer, just real confident with his with himself, you know, and I, he was what I wanted to be, you know. And uh, ironically, a good friend of mine who uh, went to the school but then left before I got there because I transferred after my sophomore year. He started dating a girl that uh, had dated this original guy. Mm-hmm. And she ended up telling my friend um, the type of boyfriend that he was. Right. And he was abusive and he did take advantage of her. Yeah. So, I know several as well, but it's, it's inter, like, and they, like marital rape if you're married, married but like relation like happening within a relationship yeah and i'm trying to be real careful because i don't want to give anybody's details out there but i will say this my buddy beat the brakes off of this dude (gasps) ah yes and unfortunately every story doesn't end like that because ideally these these sexual predators get what's coming to them or at least live in fear but the problem is and this is what i was going to say earlier the problem is they lack that self-awareness to understand 
that they did something wrong. They think they're taking what's theirs. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. Because at the very least, you want to think in your in the back of your mind, like, well, at least they feel guilty about it. At least they're always looking over their shoulder. No, a lot of them aren't. A lot of them don't realize they did anything fucked up. And that's that's the tragic part. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're lying or like it never even happened. Like, you know, I it's. It blows my mind. I mean, that's what Cosby has been saying this whole time. And then Felicia Rashad decided to oh, God. chime in. What a disappointment. So let's talk about Bill Cosby for a second here. Unfortunately, yeah, 60 accusers. Yeah, 60 accusers. He got off on a technicality, basically. Yeah, that's what it was. He's he's out of prison because of some, some pre-existing agreement that was made after he admitted to uh, yeah. drugging these women, or mm-hmm. at least drugging a woman. So I don't I don't understand how the justice system works to allow something like that to happen. In his mind, I could totally because of the way that he committed these crimes, because of the like because he did not. I'm trying to be very careful with my wording, of course, because he did not maybe violently rape them in his mind. They were asleep mm-hmm. because he fucking drugged them. But to him, that I, I'm sure he he doesn't see himself as a rapist. I I mean, there are there are men who, when you bring something like this up, and I fucking know this because I've had these conversations before. Then they become, well, what if you're like both drunk? Well, what if what if? And, and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Because no, you just don't. You just don't. I've been I've been with women who have been really fucking drunk. I don't fuck them. Right. I don't take advantage of them because they're not in the right mind. Exactly. Even if it's like my girlfriend, I'm not doing that. And I mean, even if even if you in are that, that of situation. some kind of mind where you don't think that that's you know taking advantage of somebody of somebody sexually, like if you're two consenting adults, if you if you still follow that that train of thought you at least have to accept the fact that there's going to be regret, you know, after the fact, if you make a move on somebody and you're both inebriated that way, it's just not, it's not fair. We've both talked about this in the past. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but we've definitely talked about it off mic. Who wants to engage in that? Right. Like, like go jerk off, dude. There's, there's, like, if you're not there for the other person and getting her there and she's not enthusiastic as fuck, what's right. the point? I don't understand that. There's no joy in that. There's, that's just there's it. No, yeah. It's power. If, like, that's why it's not about sex for them. It's power. If anybody involved in a situation is drunk, you've missed your shot. You know, if you yeah. think this is my one chance. No, your chance was like two hours ago before you started drinking or when you just had one drink or however many before it takes yeah. you to get yeah. drunk. Like it's you're done. That's it. Game over. Yeah. Like you need enthusiastic consent. Bud. Yeah. Yeah. And you should always want enthusiastic consent. And if she's not enthusiastic about it, you're fucking up. Yep. Like you're really bad at this. Watch some YouTube videos or something. I don't fucking know. Figure YouTube it out. Videos. 
Okay, thank you. Uh, maybe there's like an OnlyFans you can pay sex workers to help you through this. I don't uh, know. Okay, I got you. Find, <laughs> find a resource. Yeah. Find an adult to fucking help you not suck. Okay? <laughs> You're right. You're right. And I'm sorry I'm laughing because it's still so like it it's uncomfortable, but it's it's like a reality. You know, it's it's an uncomfortable reality. Yeah. If you if you really need to figure this whole thing out, alcohol's not the solution. No. You know? No. I'm not saying, oh, be sober. I'm saying like, you know, have fun, drink when you want to. But understand, yeah, yeah, responsibly, but understand, you know, when you're getting consent, that goes out the window when parties are inebriated. Yeah. Yeah. And you want that consent. Like, I, it's just, I don't understand. So, like, when I'm saying, (laughs) what I, the point that I was making is that to maybe to like Cosby's generation, it's like that isn't rape to them. That is, look, I, this is the only thing that I can think of where how could you mentally justify that you are not a rapist given what we know yeah, and what he has admitted to, but he's saying I'm not a rapist. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's what he must think. That, right? that must be because I mean, this is a man we're talking about here that has had the type of career he's had, you know, he's a comedian. He's a funny guy. Um, he's been invited to the Playboy Mansion. He's been on Playboy, uh, you know, the, the Hugh Hefner late night smoking shows and all that stuff. Like, so he's been in that environment where it was just a wink and a nod, the whole consent thing, basically. And I'm not making excuses for him, but I'm, I'm, I'm more agreeing to your point. That's the environment that he came up in. You know? Yeah. 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 But I'm saying that's the environment that he came up in. So yes. That makes sense that he would have some, you know, suffice right. to say, confusion about what consent was. Right. But so, even and, that. And then I'm, I'm wondering if it extends to, like, Felicia Rashad. Oh that's, my that's, gosh. that's kind of the thing that I'm thinking of. Yeah. Now, um, the original actress who played um, Aunt Viv mm-hmm. was, did you see her tweets? I did not. Okay. Janet uh, Hubert said. Felicia, what are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know what uh, I don't know you, but to say this uh, I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong. Everyone knew what he was doing back then. Yeah. How could you not get your umbrella, sister? Here comes the shit shower. Damn. I am outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old ass guilty man. And she's right. Once again, Janet Hubert was right. Once again, but I'll Wait, say this. She, she has one more tweet. Oh, I would have, I would have said he's old and out and be happy for him, but he is still guilty. I know five women who have not come forward enough. You know, better than this. Uh, powerful men do wrong things, black or white. Exactly. Yep. hundred percent agree with that statement. Yep. Um, yeah, like, Felicia Rashad knew that she was off when she tweeted that out because she turned off the comments when she Mm -hmm. put it out there. That first tweet, it was like comments not accepted, you know, so she knew it was not going to be a statement that would be welcomed with open arms. And I understand this is her friend. I understand this is some her colleague, a man who she worked with during 
the the highlight of her life career was. I totally understand that. I understand that we have blind spots for certain people in our lives that have done wrong. We acknowledge they've done wrong, but we still consider them family, you know, right. for better or worse. I get that right. too. Twitter, the internet is not the forum to show that support for somebody. Right. You can work through that particular scenario privately. And I know Seth Rogen was kind of trying to do that. And he, unfortunately, because he's in a position of power, he had to come forward and say, yeah. look, I'm not going to work with him anymore. Right. Felicia Rashad is in, also in a position of power with the school that she's taking over or the uh, was it school of the arts. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so if she is in a position of power. I mean, I don't think she's in a position where she would be hiring Cosby in that scenario. Like, so it's kind of apples and oranges when you're saying like James Franco and Seth Rogen versus the Felicia Rashad and Bill Cosby situation. Yeah. But I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but certain, of no. like, certain people are tied together for their entire careers. And, you know, it, yeah. James Franco and Seth Rogen, Felicia Rashad, Bill Cosby, um, Allison Mack, and basically the entirety of Smallville, you know, tied together their entire careers. So if something happens. Unfortunately, yes. Exactly. So if something happens to one of those people, automatically the media is going to be reaching out, wanting to know, hey, how do you feel about this? So, like, if something happened with me, people will be reaching out to you, you know, who are listening to the show, all five people, you know, they're going to want to know what's going on with Matt. How's Matt doing? What's, is this for real? Did this happen? Matt is not well guys. No, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, we are, we are tied. We are an iconic duo. We are linked to each other. Exactly. However, if one of us does something horrible, like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard because, in, if you think of like us being linked together and then the accountability for, Hey, what's going on with Matt or what's going on with Lex, whatever. I'm like, well, we would, we would both like kick each other's asses over that though. Like, exactly. You know, it, and it's just like, yeah. all right, even politicians know well enough not to like lean into that shit sometimes, you know, just shut the fuck up, get with your publicist and then say something that has been, you know, groomed properly. You don't have to give a knee jerk reaction on Twitter. I mean, especially you think about the generation before us and how for the longest time it was like, oh, you kids with your Internet, you know, all you do is get in those chat rooms and get on your MySpace and your live journal and everything. And you just give all your business out. You can't hook up with somebody from the Internet because they might kidnap you. Stuff like that. And now everybody's grandma's on Twitter. Just spilling all the tea. It, what happened? Yeah. What happened? I mean, I kind of love that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. I mean, that's just it. You know, we, it, it's almost like there needs to be like an age. You know, they say people shouldn't drive after a certain age. People shouldn't tweet after a certain age either. You know, <laughs> it's, yeah. Man. Just, just take away the, just take Shit, away the password. Need, I mean, but you don't have to be old to do something fucking stupid on Twitter, though. Right, very yeah. true, very. But yeah, true. How old is Felicia Rashad? Is she? She's got to be younger than him, right? He's right. like eighty-two or something. He's yeah, yeah, he's up there. But um, I don't know. But I, I know she's old enough to know better. I mean, I feel like she I'm, is seventy-three. Yeah. So is she in the cutoff? 
70, over under. Yep. What do you think? Yeah, she's off. That's it. Yeah, okay. Take away the password. Now, I mean, you do get you do get certain exceptions. Guys, what we're saying is old people don't deserve rights. Wait. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Have you ever told your grandma <laughs> she shouldn't tweet anymore? Grandma, go back in the basement. Back in the basement. Have you ever had to explain to your friends and family that, I'm sorry, she's from a different time? Oh man, my grandma did ask me about Twitter though. Oh, no. Like a few months back, she was like, "What's Twitter?" And I was like, "No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no." No. How about not? What's Thirsty Thursday? No, 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 no. I no, saw no. you liked this picture. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awful. Because it has pussy in it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Leave me alone. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. So, of course, the, the third member of the trifecta we've been kind of dancing around a little bit, somebody who we have been talking about since the inception of the podcast. With Return whole, of the Mac? Yeah. Oh, my God. With this whole Nexium. <laughs> did, did we name the episode? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the whole Nexium thing. You know, we've seen the documentaries. We, of course, have been looking at this and, and talking about it and dissecting it. And Allison Mack. Yes. Uh, Chloe Sullivan. Chloe uh-huh. Sullivan was, was sentenced today for her, her role in this whole situation. Three years. Which her role in the whole situation is enslaving humans and human trafficking. Yes. Let's, let's just. Branding not forget that. other human beings, yeah. enslavement, yeah. human trafficking, yeah. brainwashing people. I don't know if that's like necessarily what, what crime that falls under, but brainwashing people and just. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just exposing a lot of folks to all that pain and suffering. So, I mean, overall, with everything that we've discussed today, uh, our heart goes out to the victims, you know, all, all, all the women Mm-hmm. that have been subjected to all this suffering it, it's it's terrible it really is terrible and to see these three individuals just just skate by is a tragedy cosby spent what two years in jail you know yes we thought he was going to be in there for at least three to ten or whatever the sentence was i doubt allison mack is going to serve all three years of her sentence because she's already showing remorse. She's already gotten with her team and saying how she'll never forget what she learned from this. Yep. And, and I just, I, I do want to let people know who haven't been following the case. We talked about, obviously we talked about this months ago. You can go back and find the episodes, but she was facing 14 to 17 and a half years. And she got three. And as we know, if you get three, you'll probably serve, what, one, one and a half at that because good behavior and all that. And right. how much is she going to get shaved off for time served already? What, what, you know, deal? And I know that she, she basically flipped on Rainier and that's why her sentence was brought down. But this is laughable. The fact that she only got three years. Like, you're right. It is 
Um, I mean, just describing this inner circle of uh, the inner circle of Rainier and Mac um, attracted millionaires and actors. Prosecutors said that she became master quote these quote master for the quote slaves, and she she had them perform labor, take nude photographs, and in some cases engage in sex acts with Rainier. Damn. Um. Yes, the branding happened, which is like the biggest headline thing that they had their initials that in, in made into the symbol, and then the symbol was branded on the women. Um, if you go further into it, you'll see that like he was um, raping minors. Um, she was, you know, bringing in because she was the star. The quote she was basically their Tom Cruise. She was bringing in young women. Right. They would control what the women would eat. Um, a lot of them could, they could not exceed a certain calorie count of a day, like that kind of heavy, heavy abuse. Right. That's what it is. It's abuse. You're right. Yes. And I mean, um, how, how do you face charges of this severity and only get three years? Right. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, what kind of crime I could go do right now and only get three years for it. Shit. We've seen people. It would be a nonviolent crime. For last sure. year, we've seen people die and get shot for less. There was just a story the other oh, day. Oh, this is total white privilege. You know, I Fucking mean. Fucking huge white privilege. It's also white women privilege of, like, your little doe eyes, your fucking little blonde white girl getting away with doing terrible fucking things. And they're like, Oh my God, she was manipulated. Mm. No, she wanted power and she used her fucking power. And Rainier might've run, like he might've been the head honcho. She might've been subservient to him, but she had power over the women and she fucking used it. Like, no, she doesn't get to play the little woman victim card in this situation. Yeah. I mean, even the pictures of her outside of the court, you just see her kind of like, Oh, so frail and small don't you know i couldn't have done it Look just my bangs mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Oh, fuck you so then, that brings me to the other thing if hollywood decides to go ahead and forgive these people and i can't even just cast this wide net of hollywood if i see allison mack james franco bill cosby Folks of that ilk cast in something or producing something or involved in the writing or creation of something immediately. I'm done. I don't want anything to do with that project. I'm not saying, you know, please understand me, people. I I know our listeners are smart and they're not going to be like, oh, he's trying to cancel them or anything like that bullshit. Because I'll let you all in a little secret. Canceling does not fucking exist. Clearly. The longer you look at. <laughs> the longer you Look keep at today, on, people. Yeah, yeah. The longer you keep on blaming some imaginary cancel culture for someone that you're a fan of paying uh consequences for shit they've done, the longer you're gonna be in denial. So let's just put it like this. My money, I'm not saying your money or anybody else's money, my money is not going to be going towards any projects that these people are involved in. Uh, right and i don't have money so (laughs) like done no i am with you i will say this so cosby is going to be interviews if anything oh absolutely he's gonna get like 
well, guess who's going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast? Oh, fuck. Like, oh, fuck, he is. He's going to yeah. be on that fucking podcast. This like <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, unless That's... he just doesn't want to do any interviews, which I doubt. No. Um, Allison Mack is the same, I would say, interviews, but I also think she will get – she will probably get like – Little B movies who want the publicity. Yeah, she's gonna. That kind of shit. She's gonna be in some asylum films, but then yeah, again, some like horror movie that's like, well, we cast Allison Mack. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. check it out. It'll never see the light of day. Really. Yeah. Um, but James um, Franco, he will work. That's he will yeah. Work. He's gonna yeah. be in some movie like as a cameo, he will be in uncredited movies, and then he will be on the cover of you know Vanity Fair talking about how he learned so much from this experience and how he's a champion of women now. And he, I I just want to listen that like, he's, he's just going to, he's going to say those fucking little words that like they've, they've cherry picked out that are like, you know, I'm, I'm really invested in listening right now. And then he's probably going to get married and be like, Oh man, everything's changed now. Cause like my wife, and like I have a daughter. Oh yeah, that never, magical switch that's flipped. I never knew women were humans before that. Yeah. I have sir, I don't know, whatever. Like he's gonna he's gonna pull that shit. Yep. So yeah, I think he's the only one that we really have that risk. I um, I will say I don't want to see Cosby in anything, although him going on Joe Rogan will be a shit show, right? Like I don't, I don't even want anything to do with it. Like if he's on there or not, either. like I don't either. And I'm not saying I'm going to watch it, but like imagine what Twitter is going to be like. That yeah, day. I mean I'll I'll be there for the Twitter discourse, of course. But that's what I mean. Like yeah. that's the only sin. I don't I don't want that to happen because I don't want the victims to have to go through that. Exactly. Allison Mack. Today feels gross. It, yeah, Allison Mack. The other thing about her she might start trying to do the convention circuit again. Oh, I didn't think of that. You're right. I mean, she needs cash. And if she's not going to be acting, she might try to make some of that money doing cameo and and, and, uh, conventions. I really hope that the co-stars refuse to do conventions with her. Do you think Michael Rosenbaum is going to have her on his show? Oh, no, Michael. Yeah. See, I'm concerned about that. But he's had on people who have been disparaging to yeah, her actions. Yeah, at the same time, you know, he he is a, an empathetic person. Yeah. Um, I think that he, realistically, I think that he would think, oh, I could do that in a couple of years. Hmm. And then people around him, I think he surrounded himself with some good people from what yeah. it seems, would go, no, that's not a good idea. And he'd go, oh, okay, you're right. And then he wouldn't do it. That That's... I'm not saying that's exactly what's going to happen, but that would be my prediction for it. That he would go, oh, well, maybe. And then he'd go, no, 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 I can't do that. That's now, I need a hypocrisy check from you then. So I don't think he's going to have on Allison Mack, but I do think he's going to have Stephen Amell on again. He is definitely going to have Stephen Amell on. Stephen Amell is going, is pro- has probably already called him wanting to go on. Yeah. 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 After what happened with him. Right. And just to, to be clear, because we talked about it last episode, uh, from from what we know, of course, uh, Stephen Amell hasn't done anything. He hasn't 
Did we talk about it or we just talk about it with each other? We did talk about it the last episode. Oh. Yeah. Cause we, okay. we were Some talking about, uh, yeah, yeah. But he, he had a confrontation with his wife on an airplane mm-hmm. verbally. Um, they got kicked off the flight. Got kicked off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, you know, it was an embarrassing moment, obviously. Um, I don't condone that type of behavior out of anybody, but especially, you know, you're a grown man on an airplane. You shouldn't be yelling at your wife like that at all, let alone in public. Right. And yeah, he, I hope he's getting the help that he needs, especially, you know, just cause he's, he's a very intense person all the time. So I really do hope he's getting the help that he needs. So as not to, you know, belabor anything. Um, but yeah, I can see, I can see, uh, Rosenbaum having him on for a chat. And I'm not opposed to that. Like, I, I don't think that Amel, that, that story is like, oh, he shouldn't have him on there. It's wrong or whatever. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, have his wife on too. <laughs> Man, could you imagine? That'd that's, be, what, that's what I want to fucking hear. I, I want to hear like her, her side of things. I don't know. Um, I, my, Stephen Amell is definitely someone who people don't like to work with. Like, that's been very clear. We've heard enough stories about that, like that he's a hard ass and he's admitted to that. Yeah. But he, he's he said it in the context of, hey, I want to get this done and go home. And like, so he's he's presented it as a leadership type of thing. And I've liked that in the past. Now I'm going, oh, is it was it leadership or were you actually just being a dick? Because it's a fine line. Um. I I'm curious to hear his side of it. I would listen to that. I would not I would not shy away from listening to that. Yeah. Um I'm going to be honest, if they had if they had Allison Mack on there, if Rosenbaum had Allison Mack on there, I'd listen to it. It'd be hard not and to. And I fully acknowledge the hypocrisy of the situation, but I would just be too curious to hear that from a cast member interviewing her yeah. that that's the particular spin. I don't give a fuck if she's going on, um, you know, whatever interview she might do in the future name X, Y, and Z. I'm sure speaking of Joe Rogan, I'm sure he'll fucking have her on, oh, Jesus, yeah. but any, any interviewer interview, like interviewer, like, Whatever. I, I'm not I don't really give a shit because she's just going to be like, I was manipulated. I was just not. I think it's lies. But I'm genuinely I would be curious in that situation by someone who knows her but doesn't know her. That's yeah. intriguing. Um, I don't think Tom Welling in particular would deal with her being at these conventions because he seems like a guy when they talk about that story, he's like, I don't know. I don't, I was just like doing my job and going home. And he's, he seems like a, like I'm living my life, taking care of my family, leave me out of it kind yeah. of person. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he doesn't seem very active in any, like in anything really. Like he's, he's spoken out about a couple things like on his Instagram. This is only social media, but He's not really that type of person, so I could see him going like, no, I'm not going to that convention, like, if she's going to be there, because then people are going to be giving me shit. I'm not dealing with that. And if you've got a convention going, well, we could have Superman, <laughs> or we could have Chloe, who was just in jail yeah. for however many months, years, 
we're, we're going to pick Superman. We're going to we're going to pick the Golden Boy. Why not? I, they're going to try for both. Like I can tell you right now, Megacon is probably <laughs> chomping at the bit to get uh, her. Of course, Megacon on a panel. Fucking Florida. Hell yeah, they are. <laughs> like we welcome you back with open arms, Chloe Does Sullivan. Does anyone want to crowdfund me not living in this goddamn swamp state anymore? <laughs> anyway, continue. The GoFund head me the GoFundMe headline is gonna be somebody save me. That's that's exactly what's going Oh be. no. That's the one. Terrible. I love it. Uh, <laughs> not really anyway. entertainment related, but also adding to the pile of bullshit. Donald Rumsfeld is in the no. news. He died. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, we had to have some good news today, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, it's good news, but the, the discourse, as always, of course, is, is oh, he wasn't so bad. And it's like, no, motherfuckers, he was one of the worst war criminals this country has ever seen. He just was never called to the carpet on his shit. That's all. So he died. He did. He did. Um, okay. There yeah. is uh, There is a little bit of good news in regards to courts today, which, holy fuck, why is every court case happening today <laughs> uh, in the Kesha Dr. Luke case? Oh, what's going on with uh, that? Yeah. Um, I'm just now reading. I actually was going on to see if there's anything more about the Britney situation. Uh, uh, so Kesha uh, scored her biggest victory thus far in the seven-year-long – and this is what I'm talking about. Like, it can go on for years. That's why sometimes settling is easier. The seven-year-long legal fight over whether she defamed Dr. Luke by publicly accusing him of rape. Um, when, the ta- when the case gets to trial, perhaps later this year, Dr. Luke will have uh, to prove by clear and convincing evidence that the actual malice – there was actual malice – on Kesha's part. Mm. The singer will also be allowed to seek compensation. Oh my God, I can't talk compensation and punitive damages plus attorney's fees for the costs of the lengthy legal battle. Mm. So she will be allowed to go after him for money for how much this is costing her. Um, The decision was done by the New York Supreme court justice, Jennifer Schechter, um, that the state's recently enacted slap statue. Uh, applies in this long-running case so potentially significant uh, that it during the hearing Dr. Luke's attorney suggested that her client had known about the updated evidentiary burden had he known about it he might not have pursued this case in the first place which I'm assuming means that uh, the win here is that she can go after him for legal fees because of, like he is suing her for this. Okay. That's that's ba- basically. So, from what I'm gathering, uh, and the the do- the doctor, uh, I'm sorry, the doctor, the lawyer has basically said like, we might not have pursued this had we known mm. <laughs> it was going to cost this much. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then they have to they have to prove that there's actual malice on her part, which. How do you prove that? Right. Prove that in a court of law. It's difficult. So they're basically saying he's probably going to lose. That, that's what the, He's probably going to lose and he's going to have to pay for like everything on her part. Good. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she shouldn't have to pay for that. No. I mean. Just... Why is Margot Robbie trending? Oh, 
Well, she's she's already gone, so there's she not much it. worse. That she saw it. That was the only <laughs> okay. Oh, Margot Robbie. I don't know. I was thinking of Margot Kidder. Holy shit! No. Oh, oh no! That's why, why I said she's already. Oh, she did. <laughs> she's she's still dead, folks. Uh. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, uh, so Donald Rumsfeld is dead. He yeah. is. He was 88. No one cares. He was involved with pushing a piece of shit war. Yep. Uh, uh, fuckface. I don't they- even want to get into. Yep. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, that. Yeah, is Quentin that- Tarantino <laughs> needs to shut the fuck up um, and retire. I don't I. He's yeah. so close to the finish Nothing line. Nothing is one more movie, right? Like, listen, let's one. let let me let me just okay. So here's the thing, Quentin Tarantino, the the clock was ticking on him. You know, just the the weird shit that he's into, the type of intensity that he has when it comes to directing. The clock was ticking, and he's so close to the finish line without being completely just way off center problematic he's got a weird foot fetish we know that you know that's that's very obvious from his films um he's got a a very interesting interpretation we learned today uh about the way that uh bruce lee was perceived by american stuntman um which i don't know anything about so i can't speak to that so he claims that Bruce Lee was disliked by American stuntmen because uh, he was always trying to show them up. Um, mm-hmm. But he left out one very important detail, which is the fact that Bruce Lee is an American. <laughs> right. Like he was, wasn't he technically born and had his childhood? He was born like, in, in he, California, I believe. Was he? Oh, yeah. maybe he was raised outside of the U.S. He was born in San Francisco, California, in 1940. Yes. Yep. 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 Yes. So he is Ameri- He's an American. Like yep. I, I'm not. I, I was. I was getting ready to say, oh, he gained Amer- like American citizenship, which means he's a, he's an American. Like that's that was, you know. I mean, it's it's an easy um, mistake to make because we don't know. Yes. You know, like there's there's been one good documentary about his life, Dragon the Bruce Lee story. Right. But. Yeah, I mean, just the fact that he was so close to his heritage and everything like that, it's an easy mistake to make. It's completely understandable. But, yes, the man was born in San Francisco, California in 1940. Fucking Tarantino. Yeah, my only thinking was, oh, he's been trained overseas. That's, yeah. That was my only. And I, I think it's... Which I, is still not an excuse for any any stupid shit that Tarantino said. Yeah, and I really don't think it's coming from a place of racism in this scenario. I think it's coming from... Uh, him being frustrated that people are giving him a hard time about that scene from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, it's just his ego more than anything. And, and he was saying that he did not mind Bruce Lee's daughter. Like, in his defense, he was saying, like, this isn't, like, he's like, oh, I understand why she's upset. It's her father. She's uh-huh. going to defend her father. He's like, I don't know why any of you are chiming in on this. <laughs> like, that was basically what he was saying, which I'm like, okay. Like, uh, look, I'm not saying I agree with that, but I I do kind of understand where he's like, okay, so she had a problem with what I did. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. And I, like, like, and deal with that, whatever. 
but like you all need to shut the fuck up <laughs> which i get like i i get that to a degree i'm not like i said i'm not saying i agree with it or it's right but i i understand he he could be sitting back going why are you all chiming in on this <laughs> that's what i'm like, saying he's just a little off center yeah. you can make a you can make a point to be like yeah, there's something going on there, and if we dig too deep into it, we're gonna f- we're gonna figure something out. We're gonna find something out that we don't like. Yeah, Quentin is so fucking close to the finish line. Make that last fucking movie and just disappear, man. Retire. He's not gonna disappear. Though. No, he's, he's not. gonna retire, but he's not gonna retire. He's, he's... always gonna be talking about movies. <laughs> that fucker cannot not talk about movies. That's what he does. He's every asshole you went to film school with every asshole you went to film school with devoid of talent some of them were very talented too yes some of them made good things too it doesn't mean they're like you want to sit in a room with them (laughs) every 20 year old who worked in a video store back in the day he's that kid he will always be that guy and I say this as I was also that kid yes (laughs) I was an insufferable film geek in high school oh hell yeah so was I. Yeah. So was I. Yeah. Worked, I worked and at a mom and pop video store. I worked at Blockbuster. I was the one. Yeah. I was just like, oh yeah, you know, you don't need to get that mainstream stuff. Go ahead, check out. What the about bathroom. the mise scene of this one? <laughs> and you're just like, oh my god. But have you seen Brazil? <laughs> yeah. No one is fucking you, and I can tell. <laughs> like, all right. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. We had a bunch of notes for this week, but I almost feel like <sighs> no, it, the vibe is not there for those. Vibe is not there. No, no, no. We um, I the only thing I take from my notes is that if you guys need to like get away from this for a little while, I have a Netflix suggestion. Mm, what do you got? There's a new documentary Netflix or several. It's a mini series. It's called This Is Pop. Okay. Have you watched any of this? I've heard a little bit about it, but I'll let you I'll let yeah. you give your pitch and then we'll circle back. It's just a really enjoyable music documentary series. So like one of the episodes that I just watched was on like the British uh British pop of like the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Uh one was all about country pop music. Like it so it's it's talking about like pop music, but also the different genres and like layers that pop music has because it's such a a big genre Mm -hmm. that crosses over as well and uh the country episode talks a lot about dolly talks a lot about girl dolly okay and in a good way so if you need to get away for a while which we all do and watch a nice documentary i recommend that cool i'll have to check it out I, i did hear one thing about it not not derogatory or anything like that, but uh-huh. I heard a little uh, a snippet, and it was part of the preview too, which was funny. As soon as it popped up on Netflix, it was the the segment that I heard about was uh, T Pain talking about how yeah. uh, Usher blamed him for the downfall of modern music, yeah, and it made yeah. him depressed for four years. Like, yeah, damn, you know, like you grow up. It was a really interesting thing. Yeah, I mean, T Pain, he seems like. One of the most relatable guys. If you don't, if you don't know, T Pain's also a gamer. Um, he gets on Twitch a lot and he will live stream himself playing like Counter Strike and whatnot. And, you know, people will get on there being racist and shit and he'll just go back to him and give him such a hard time. It's fun to watch. Um, 
and of course, you know, he was a big part of Lonely Island's, uh, uh, fame way back in the day when he was, uh, doing the hook for On a Boat. So yeah, he's got a sense of humor about things. So he's not like, you know, completely up his own ass about his contribution to music or whatever. But basically Usher blamed him for the downfall of modern music because of his use of auto tune. And I'm like, it's a device. It existed. He used it. That's a lot to put on one person. And obviously T-Pain felt the same way and it just put well, him because in this he, funk. He, he like pioneered that sound. Yeah. And then they, they were like, that sound is him. Blame him. It doesn't make sense. And it's you know? not. But yeah. like, that's what it's terrible. It's not his fault, basically. Like, you know, if people wanted to jump on that train, like, oh, that actually sounds good. Let me try that, too. It's like, you know, the synthesized music from the 80s. Everybody was using that technology. It's not the person who invented the technology or the first person who used it. It's the 80s. It's what happened. Yeah. So anyway. True. I want to check out that documentary. That does sound good. I watched an interesting one as well that I want to tell you about. Mm-hmm. Have you ever have you ever heard of Marion Stokes? No. So I don't think so. The documentary is called Recorder: The Marion Stokes Project. So uh, Marion Stokes was a um, she was a, a public access uh, TV producer. She was a <gasps> uh, was that the woman that. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> she was a, she was a civil rights activist, but her claim to fame was that she taped over 70,000 hours of television from the 80s until yeah. like 2012. Okay, so, no, 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 I'm sorry. I I was thinking of someone else. Continue. Yes. Yeah. So she she was um she had the foresight, and I don't want to spoil too much of the doc for you, but she's just lived such an interesting life. And she was such a, a captivating person. Uh but one of the one of the most interesting things about her and what they based the documentary around was the fact that she was an archivist of uh, TV news for the majority of her life. And a lot of the video that she's recorded would be lost to time if not for her. Hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. And they, they showed the actual like, you know, storage unit and warehouse what? where all these tapes exist. It's immense her library of tapes she had like three and four recorders going at the same time um she had to like hire assistants to help her time it right of course back then all that they had available was vhs so she had to time her outings appropriately to be there when the tape ran out you know where is it again uh where's it streaming it's not streaming unfortunately i had to rent it from uh amazon but it was like two bucks so, right, right, yeah, right. Not Rentals too bad. like that are like two or three bucks. Yeah. Oh, the show is on Netflix that I mentioned. So, cool. Yeah. I will check it out. Yeah. I I do want to see that documentary though. That sounds really interesting. It was captivating. It was really well done. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's so much more I want to tell you about it, but I don't want to spoil anything else. It's so good. Right. Right. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, He Man's coming out soon. Uh... <laughs> I don't. We we it's like how do we talk about these other things when it's so heavy? It's like oh god. Yeah, yeah. But one one interesting thing about the He Man uh, revival is it's going to pick up from the original story. Everybody already knows that. But what you may not know is that in classic Kevin Kevin Smith fashion, there's going to be an audio commentary track available for every episode. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be a, yeah, that'll be a trip. I might have to check that out because we were just talking about that a couple weeks yeah. ago. Just like, you know, they don't make them like they used to, but we're going to see. We're going to find out. Oh, I'm glad they do. That's good. I'm glad they found a way to do that. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically just, you know, it didn't take much convincing to get him to talk for a half hour about each episode, I'm sure. But, yeah. Man, we should do we should try to do like a a discord viewing or whatever of Armageddon, (laughs) but like the commentary version. I would love that. So we're doing commentary for the commentary track. We're not. We, we would just be typing it, oh, okay. though, like because that would be too much. Way we're just, too we're much. just like a, a like somehow stream it a mutual viewing, and then we can chat in the Discord about it. Yeah, one of our one of our wonderful patrons uh, has offered to help out with that. So yeah, we can totally set that up. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to do that shit. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want to learn. <laughs> Learning's hard. Man, what a day. What a day. I think that's a show, man. We can come back to this other that stuff later. That is a show. It's God damn it. Free Britney. Fuck. Damn. Leave <laughs> women. Leave victims of abuse. Free Britney. God. Lock up them other motherfuckers. They don't deserve to pee out. Because shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You ain't innocent, Jamie Lynn. Uh. I know you're not fucking innocent. <sighs> Man, why so. would the judge? They gotta appeal that, right? Like they gotta. Ugh. They got to. I, I gotta I'm, read about it now. Like, and, and I hope she knows she can appeal this. I hope she knows like there are options. I'm sure she this. does. I mean, she's got she's got access to the internet. Hopefully, she's seeing the support that people are putting I out mean, there for. What does she have though? Does she have a lot of access? She did not know that she could she could request to have it removed. My goodness. You know, it, it, that's it what she said like in her statement. She's got less rights than the Chinese people have, basically, when it comes to like internet access and shit like that. That's that's fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. That's fucked up. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed our show, folks. <laughs> we've got um. Yeah. We've got a uh, much lighter topics discussed on on various other uh, projects that we're involved in. Uh, Lex, you've got you've got something going on. That sounded so dismissive. I'm sorry. Um, You've got your Dawson's Creek. No, it's okay. It's, it, this is a weird episode. So, um, yeah, uh, the the Mighty Ravens, yes. which is our friends, the uh, Ravens podcast, have launched like for their side podcasts, including the Mighty 90s and everything like that. It's all under the umbrella of the Mighty Ravens. So if you go on the Mighty Ravens and you subscribe to them, you will see that there is Cape Side Chats. And episode two, which will cover all of season two of Dawson's Creek, is coming soon. Simon's almost finished with season two, so we will be recording that probably within the next two weeks. Nice. Um, I was on Ravens. I was on their podcast. Um, season two, episode 19. I will share that when it's out on our social medias, at Lex and Matt. Uh, yeah, I was on that. I was also on, uh, Total Betty's, which is a friends of ours who do like TV show podcasts, including they did Tree Hill Talk. Um, now they're doing a Gossip Girl podcast. Nice. So if anyone's a fan of Gossip Girl, you can go listen to that. Um, but I, that was their Patreon. I was just like a participant in a game on their Patreon. So very cool. It's not really something unless you're a patron that you can go view. But I was on that. If, if you are a patron, go watch that i think yeah. they uploaded it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot going uh, on yeah man. no i just i like i played with them that was 
Yeah, yeah. And we're probably going to be doing more stuff soon. Very cool. Very <laughs> cool. can't talk about it, but <laughs> yeah. It's coming up. It's fun. So, uh, of course, listen to Party Chat. I pop up on there every now and then. It's a good show. Yeah, I have uh, the next episode. Literally, it's like open on my Spotify, but I haven't started it yet. <laughs> Very cool. Um, I am reading for Uncanny once again uh, for their next podcast episode, mm-hmm. which should be out soon. Um, I'm reading for uh, Tana Narive Du, I believe is how you pronounce her name. I always get confused, um, but... Yeah, she's an amazing uh, author. She's written a lot of uh, long fiction uh, short stories as well, which I'm, I'm going to be reading one of for the show. She's a producer over at Shudder uh, for one of their projects as well. So it was a, wow. a big honor reading uh, one of her stories. And, yeah, it's it's a good one. So you're going to want to check That's that out. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. So Uncanny, Uncanny Podcast. Subscribe to that. There's lots of episodes out that you can go back and listen to. It's, it's a, such a fascinating show. Beyond my involvement, I always say that because, you know, uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Like they, well, because the target is on you right now. Like you have to, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. I love all right, that. folks. So right. If you want to support us more, if you want us to keep doing all this crazy stuff for you, check out our Patreon. Lex and Matt. Wait, no, how's it? Patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. That's how you do it. Yes. That's right. Yes. Also, the yeah. social media. And medias. we are at Lex and Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Lex and Matt on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the best places to get a hold of us. Word. All right, yeah. folks. Well, thank you for listening. As always, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Be excellent to each other. Bye.